Welcome to Mood Readers, a book review podcast where three friends conquer their TBR list eventually. Hey, welcome to Mood Readers. I'm Emily. I'm here with my friends Jane and Nora. And today we're talking about something extremely important and very close to my heart, and that is Mary Fuck Kill in the Grishaverse. There are correct answers, and <laughs> I am very interested to hear what yours are, Nora. I'm Mary interested to hear yours because your answers are okay. not going to be correct. They are yeah. correct. There are yours correct are. answers. <laughs> yours. <laughs> Emily, yours are the most incorrect answers, but my, okay, I, this is very, this is really tough for me. Obviously the easiest is my kill option, which would be the darkling times a thousand percent after, you know, after he's suffered for a long time, we're going to kill him. This was okay. So I could go either way with Mary or fuck, but I chose to fuck Nikolai a lot just just like <laughs> we'll just <laughs> we'll do it a, a lot. lot um so but i would marry matthias or jesper i i can't decide but i think i'm gonna go with matthias I, i'm gonna be honest i kind of forgot he existed and i'm really <laughs> upset but i forgot and i kind of oh, wish there was like a fourth no. option i know i'm so sorry oh <sighs> my god that's a good answer. Wait, who were you going to marry? Matthias. You were going to marry Matthias. Okay, but you were only going to fuck Nikolai? Well, I mean, I would you fuck... want the throne? No, I do want the throne. Okay, here. So here's here's how we are in Leo land. So Nikolai is too much of the same as me. Like I love him so much because I identify with him. I could never marry someone like that with that much like ambition and just like also extreme charm i couldn't marry someone like that that's totally fair is it matthias is that how it how it's said matthias matthias i think it's matthias it's a made-up world it's not real so that 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 is a real name though that is a real name (laughs) but you don't know how they pronounce things there Uh, (laughs) it's not real the the internet told me it was matthias Ah. okay so Matthias, I just oh he's just so he's just I just love him. I love him, you know. He's very lovable. You, I totally forgot want, about him. You just want to change him. You want to get him when he hates you for who you are, and then like woo him over into loving you. Absolutely. Okay. I out of all the care, I am like the most Nina. You are and the so most that, Nina. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That is why I would marry Matthias. Totally fair. You are absolutely Nina. Okay, um, Jane, your turn. Yeah. Okay. I, it's a little hard because I've got my girl Zoya on this list. Oh, that's a good addition. And like, I think a marriage to her could really like, you know, we could do some shit. We could fuck some shit up. However, if I'm thinking like the world is peaceful and I'm just going to, like, grow old with somebody. I think I'm marrying Jesper because I think we'd have fun. You would have, have a lot a good of fun. Time. We'd never be serious. Absolutely. I love we'd him. So charming. People. 
Yeah. We'd never have money. You'd be well, so other, good for him. <laughs> other people's money we would have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you would be such a good influence on him. Like you would understand him. But then when he was like, let's go gamble, you would be like, let's not. Let's go have another adventure. No, she would be like, let's with your with someone else's money. Someone yes. else's, oh, you know what? Let's That's totally steal, right. Let's go steal somebody else's money to gamble with. Exactly. So fuck is also going to be Nikolai. Let's not pretend. Yes. He's my favorite character. I love him so much. He's totally your type. Uh, Kill. I'm going to go with the apparat. Ooh, I don't like him. He's the creepiest character. I don't like the way he's always like in the background behind you, like just like, oh, what are you doing? And then he creates his own <laughs> cult followers. And yeah. you know how I he feel does. about cults. Like yeah. he needs to die. Yeah. You're, that's just like a service to the universe. Exactly. Kill so the apparatus. Like, <laughs> other people True. can take care of the dark lane, like get rid of the apparatus. He's the problem. Yeah, he is literally the problem. I totally support that. He is the problem, not other people. But what, I did what I will other say people. Other people. I don't know. Uh, I do want to point out that I had head cast Jeremy Irons as the apparat, and so that was cool. And I would totally fuck Jeremy Irons, but as the apparat, like I would still probably kill him. So I support that choice. Ooh, Ooh. Jeremy Irons is a good choice for the apparat. Thank you. I it's a perfect casting job. Yeah. Um, good job. You would fuck this guy? Jeremy Irons? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Yes. At a 70 times, yes. At 73 Probably. years old? <laughs> Probably. It's Jeremy Irons, you guys. Like he's a It's a big deal. Have you heard his um, voice? Oh no. my god, did you see him when he was in um uh the Borgia and he was the pope and he was so scary and like in charge? Oh my god. No. It was amazing. It was so good. Okay. He's okay. All right, listen. <laughs> okay. We can have crushes on people who were hot a while ago that are not currently hot. Like, I'm, I would probably sit down and have a long conversation with him. But, you know. I mean, I would, I would do Harrison Ford at his okay, age. Okay, so. now see, how is that any different? Because Harrison Ford is probably... I wasn't arguing against... That was all Nora. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is, Jeremy Irons, if you're interested, I'm married. But, you know, <laughs> we could talk. Call us. Call me. Us. Call me, baby. Emily. Yes. Mary, fuck, kill, Grisha first. I've been waiting for this. Okay, so I'm going to need you to hear me out the entire time. You guys know that I am, I don't know how, okay, I don't know how to use the term stan. Am I saying that right? Like, how do I, is that a verb? I don't know how to do that. You stan something. I stan the darkling. Like, yes. I am. I am a darkling apologist. Right. I am here to be like, on the other hand, about the Darkling. Now, I will Ew. point out. I know. I know. <laughs> I will point out that I, I have read all of the books in the Grishaverse, most of them more than once. So I do totally know what happens with the Darkling. Like, <laughs> I am not just a Netflix person. Like, I know what he does and how gruesome and terrible and horrible it is. It doesn't matter. The point is that I would marry the Darkling. And this is why. I think that I, I know, stay with me. I would be an excellent Mrs. Darkling. I am supportive. I am very poised, clearly. I am super uh, formal. I would be so good at formal occasions. And when the dark, and you, I'm also a good person. Would. I would. So when the Darkling was like, I want to rule the world, I would be like, I totally support you. And then when he was like, and I'm going to do it by murdering everybody, I would be like, let's dial that back a little bit. 
and let's talk about it in our bedroom. And it would be perfect. <laughs> I would be there for him, man. I would like help guide him on the path to world domination without all the violence. Like, no, he wouldn't. Like, how are he you wouldn't have listen. World domination without the violence. It's not important. We would totally do it. It, was totally, <laughs> it would totally work. And he's so beautiful. He is so clearly Adam Driver. Adam Driver, if you're lonely, hit me up. Yeah, Adam man. Driver's not lonely. <laughs> he's not. I know. He's a happy family man. It's really sad. Ben Barnes, what's up? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I so yeah, I used to have Adam Driver headcast as the Darkling, and I totally support that choice. But ever since I've seen the Netflix <laughs> y'all, I almost said documentary. The Netflix show, <laughs> not a documentary. <laughs> I've been having a really hard time getting past Ben Barnes because he's done a great job. So I would totally marry you, Ben Barnes, Darkling. I would help you. I would support you. I would be the best ceremonial wife ever. You would uh, because you would always be like dressed really appropriately. Oh, like, for sure. Like I can't marry Nikolai because I can't be trusted not to show up in sweatpants <laughs> or, like a ball. So Nikolai like, would like that though. Like he would be like, be she's so wacky. Only. Yeah, That's he fair. would support that. Okay, totally so would support that. I know, but like, who's gonna follow him? Like, I would totally um, undermine okay. him by being like way too casual. Yeah, yeah he would like. Okay, it so fucking kill. Okay, I would totally fuck Kaz because I mm. basically married Kaz. Uh, he's <laughs> the dude that is real. He's a little scary and he's real quiet and calculating and really smart. And so anytime he talks to you, you're like, he's talking to me. He likes me. He's so smart and scary. He hates everybody, but he likes me. And I don't know. There's just something about the scariest, smartest guy in the room. Like, and he's all now, dirty. Does your husband <laughs> also have like a weird sensory touch thing because of no. like floating in a pile of bodies? No, he does <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. Right. I should probably I should probably clarify that when I say I basically married Kaz, I did not mean <laughs> the sensory situation. That's an excellent point. He does look really good in black. But other than that, like that's pretty much and he's a real introvert. But other than that, like yeah. But I would totally fuck Kaz. I would like teach him why touching is great. Um <laughs> Oh, what a noble mission. It's very noble. (laughs) I would just be trying to reach out to him and make his life better. And I would totally obviously kill Mal because, come on. Yeah. He's too boring to live. He's your fucking high school boyfriend. He needs to die. Let me say that book Mal is terrible. And Netflix Mal is way charming, way more charming than... I expected. No, I'm like sorry, Book, I don't Mal, remember Book him. Mal is so terrible that I was surprised with Netflix Mal. Like I was I like, totally. oh, I can kind of see this actually. So Netflix Mal got on my nerves even worse. I think it was maybe just like Net- Netflix Mal and Netflix Alina. I was like, oh my gosh, now that I'm like seeing this, this is so annoying. So bad. It was just like first love. It was. I do. And it was was just like first love garbage. I just, I hate the first love garbage. All first loves, this is a controversial opinion. All first loves deserve to die because (laughs) they're not real people. They are not good for you. And they're not like, it's, they're they're just not a thing. Like they just need to go unless it's us. In which case. No, I don't think any of us married our first love so no. i can agree mm-hmm. with the statement negative yeah so like <laughs> negative 
So yeah, Mal needs to die. Like he needs to, and I need to be the one to kill him. <laughs> that's why I would be the perfect Darkling wife. True. Yeah. But, but like, so great. But voice. like, Darkling wants him to die so that the Darkling can be with Al- Alina. So yes. how's that going to work out for you? I'm Alina in this situation. <laughs> oh, okay. I would okay. totally wear his black kefta. We would be a matching set. It would be so cute. And when he was really like, cute. very cute together. And then when he was like, what about your tracker? I would be like, what tracker? And that would be <laughs> it. It would be over. Oh my God, it'd be so good. <laughs> so that that's my Mary Fuck kill for the Grishaverse. So like I said, very important subjects. And there were right answers and wrong answers. Pretty good answers, though, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to move on to our book reviews for the week. We're going to do our book review reports, highlights, book report. And we're going to start with my friend, Nora. Nora, what have you been reading? So I have been reading a book called Savage Lands. And it is by Stacy Marie Brown. And I personally, from the bottom of my smut-loving heart, give it five stars. Oh so <laughs> I, I love this. I could not I'm get... I'm ready to read it already. Let's do this. I, yeah. I could not get enough of this book. So, okay, so little description. So it says, about 20 years after the barrier between Earth and the other world fell... Four. In the Fae Wars. Obviously, we love the Fae. God, I love the Fae. Okay, so cool thing. This is this takes place in Budapest. So Budapest oh on the Earth um, is balancing on the precipice. And then there's, there is an ongoing battle between humans and the elite Fae. So that's important, the elite Fae. Um, okay, so then we have... <laughs> The only thing that I don't like about the book. We have 19-year-old Brexley. Oh. <laughs> Brexley. Bre- it's, it's Brexley. Is she y'all. from Alabama? She might be oh, from Alabama. From she is from the South, girl. <laughs> she is from, she is a Southern Budapest lady. <laughs> okay. So, Brexley. So, Brexley was uh, raised in a human palace. She's very privileged. That's really the only life that she's ever known is being raised in this palace after her father dies. She's raised like amongst the prince and the the ruler and all that. So then things happen. Brexley gets thrown into the most feared prison of this world. And so uh, it's her world's flipped up, flipped upside down. Rules of the hierarchy in this prison puts humans at the very bottom. So it's different. Um, then she meets sexy Warwick. He is, Warwick. is he, is he a man? Is he a myth? Is he a legend? We isn't don't know. He, isn't he, doesn't he play a dwarf? Like Warwick Davis? Is that his <laughs> yes. <name>? No. <laughs> Damn okay. it, I don't know his last name, but his name is Warwick. And <laughs> I just Google Warwick Davis real quick. Yes, that is the guy that was in Willow. Yes. So let me just, yes, Warwick. Okay, well, this guy is definitely, he could never play a dwarf because he is <laughs> huge. He, he is just this big, all sexy man with dark long hair. Is he hair. a man? Oh, he is, is he a, a fae. 
um, <laughs> that is to be determined. We I are we are unsure what Warwick is. Oh um, my. But, but he's got like aqua eyes. He's just this huge muscle aqua. man. Um, the long, dark, like, you know, I imagine it is curly. I can't remember if she said curly, but in my mind, it's kind of wavy curly hair. Okay. So basically, Brexley enters the prison. She always thought that Warwick was this legend. She'd heard of him. And then she's like, holy cow, there he is. So she cannot deny an intense draw to him, one that might cost her her life. Ooh. So that is my description without any spoilers. Love so it. I really loved the whole Budapest thing. I thought it was a different atmosphere in terms of like what people usually do in like a fae world. So another thing, it's enemies to lovers, which is my all-time favorite trope. Also, he is a Warwick is a grumpy male. I really I, I love the grumpy and like cheerful like that trope. The grumpy oh, yeah. male cheer, cheerful girl. I wouldn't really say she's cheerful. Yeah. I'm not going to say Brexley's not very cheerful. Um, With a name like that. But <laughs> he is very grumpy and I love it. I don't know Does what he else grunt is a lot. Is he a grunter? Yes, he grunts and growls ah! so much. Yes, knew it. I Does he I, snarl? Yes, Ooh, of course he snarling. Yeah, <laughs> love it. So there's like lots of of battles and fights. There's this thing called the games, where like you know they put the prisoners against each other and they they fight and stuff. So there's that going on. I do not normally cast this person as anything, but Henry Cavill is Warwick. That Whoa. that's him. I'm so excited. I'm so happy for you. Okay, so re good. regular Henry Cavill, Superman Henry Cavill. Oh, okay. So obviously, yeah, Cavill. we're more on the Witcher side. Okay. So it's yeah, we are. It's so all grunting. It's, yes, we're definitely <laughs> more grumpy, angry Witcher side Henry Cavill. Hot. But oh, but with the the dark hair. He could get a dye job. That's fine. Yeah. That's not a problem. We can do that. It's, it's like <gasps> white. He can get that dark. You should have led with this. I'm so yeah, interested now. I love this. Have started <laughs> off with that. But I a thousand percent recommend this book. It is okay. So in the first, I will say in the first book, there is no sex. But I'm where I was reading it and like fanning myself, and these people weren't even like touching yet. Nice. It is. It is hot. Okay. All right. I was going to ask you like smut level, but you know, smut does not necessarily depend on like actual smuttiness occurring. So that sounds like some good writing, like some good tension. Oh yeah. There's lots Dynamic of tension. tension. It <laughs> is, it is a slow burn, but I feel like once we get to like the real fire, it's just going to be amazing. Oh my God. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Hey, how many uh, books in the series? Hmm. I want to well, say more than one. <laughs> oh yes, I want to say at least like six. Oh, a commitment. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Henry Cavill's there, so I mean, okay. <laughs> I guess I can handle it. Okay. Would you say that this is like well written? Like I know you said you had trouble getting past the heroine's name, <laughs> which is basically 
<laughs> which is basically Brexit. Let's be honest. I'm going to yeah. call her Brexit. Um, <laughs> but the rest of it, like, was it cringy at all? Or was it like... Is she trying to Brexit her virginity? Uh, <laughs> no, she's... Uh, no. <laughs> um, so I... Okay, I don't... I feel like... I feel like this question is so hard because I feel like you could, ex- the writing is like, I don't know. I guess it's comparable to like adult version of maybe like Sarah J. Mass or maybe slightly less than that. Cause there's not as much world building descriptions. Um, maybe cause it is Budapest and you can kind of get the plus a prison go there. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can just go there. Yeah, there's just, there's more. In this economy? <laughs> <laughs> there's more action. I think it was written well. There was nothing that I was like, oh, gosh. I'm good. That's fair. Yeah, like, your cringeometer is important. So, that's good. Right. And I sped through it. I mean, I, I read it so fast, and then I downloaded the next one immediately because I could not stop thinking about this book. Okay, so what was the name again? Savage Land. And it's by, who's the author? Stacy Marie Brown. Very nice. And you, that sounds like a wholehearted recommendation. Yes, you should read Excellent. it. I will absolutely read that. Speci- he is not going to read that. I, she is not no, going to read that it. I will read. Now, are you kidding? It's hot <laughs> and Henry Cavill is there. I'm going to be there. <laughs> so good. We'll, we'll see. We'll see, yeah. So we've heard from Nora. Jane, what have you been reading? Great. Well, I'm so proud, as the literary icon that I am, to announce to you that I read a book from the Mindfuck series. Oh, that's literally (laughs) what it's called. By S.T. Abbey. And I read (laughs) book one called The Risk. Ooh. Only 123 pages long. (laughs) Um, And it is... A gem and a jewel. (laughs) So, in this series, or in book one, we've got our main character, Lana. She is this woman in her 20s, and she has this terrible past. Something terrible has happened to her. It is alluded to, but not spelled out in this book. Um, I think we can assume there's some sexual assault based on the fact that Lana is going through life methodically killing a bunch of people who oh. were responsible for whatever happened to her okay. in high school. Yeah, you go, girl. Um, All right. <laughs> so, on the other hand, we've got Logan. Logan is an FBI agent. Hot. Logan and Lana meet. Have a little meet cute at a coffee shop, and they really, there's a spark, they hit it off. Logan is an FBI profiler, and he's covering multiple serial killer cases, including the case of some man who is killing off a bunch of people from this small town, and they don't know why. So mysterious. Yes. Hmm. Um, and Logan, Lana, hot for each other, ready to go. She's the perfect woman. He's the perfect man. What could possibly 
go wrong. Right. It's this <laughs> is just sounds great. Okay, that sounds fun. Okay. How do we yes. fit this into 124 pages? Yeah. Well, don't worry because there's four other books after this one. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So, and they're all together here in this compendium. So I've got oh, the nice. full five book set. Yes, that I'm reading through because I'm reading actually a really, really great, intense world building fantasy that's so wonderful that I'm not going to tell you the name of because I intend to talk about it on another <laughs> episode once I finish it. But it is over 800 pages and I'm only 350 pages in and I needed a palate cleanser. That is <laughs> and a real thing. Here's what we've got. So let's let's get into it. Let's talk about the writing. Please. Real basic. I'll just read you (laughs) the very beginning. (laughs) The Risk, book one. So many names left to go. Einstein said, the weak revenge, the strong forgive, the intelligent ignore. Fuck that. Einstein wasn't always right. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Oh, no. Now that I agree with. It means they forget you're coming for them, and their screams sound so much prettier when the time finally comes. Oh, (laughs) yes! (laughs) That's what we're working with. Legit said revenge is a dish best served cold, like in all seriousness, like with a straight (laughs) face. It was in italicies so that you know that we're quoting. You know. Who are we quoting? Who, who those people like, that say revenge is a like, who said dish that? Best. We do a lot of quoting of Einstein. Every chapter starts with an <laughs> Einstein quote. I, I I don't know why, but it does. So I'm I'm learning a lot about what Einstein said, and um, I'm taking it at as a direct quote. So I do hope these are not do made you, up. Do you think they're sourced at the end of it, like at the um, end of the compendium? Because no. that would be amazing. Oh no. They are not. But I'm assuming you can Google them and attribute okay. them back to Einstein. Okay, so Craig, our moderator, says that Einstein actually did not say that. Eugene Sue in his okay, novel so Memoirs of Matilda. Okay, oh. so the Einstein quote was the very first one. I do not believe the revenge best served cold oh. was Einstein. Okay. Also, okay. Craig, you're being a little nosy. I forgot you're here. <laughs> I forgot um, you're right here. Co- cover your ears, Craig. I didn't know we could ask Craig things. Did he volunteer that, or did you ask him? Oh, I hey, I think he just kind of gathered that upon himself. You know, Craig's kind of creepy. Listened and told you that? Oh my god. Okay, sure. All right, Craig. We'll have a talk about uh, what <laughs> happens on this pod later. Um. <laughs> so the writing. Not great. Not great. The gist of it, so fun. And what will always get me to add a star to my rating is if you end it on a cliffhanger. And we literally ended this on this like crazy cliffhanger where I immediately was like, thank God this is all together in one book because I can just turn the page and figure out what happens. So I four-starred it because, um, listen, I'm just here for a good time. And this provides me <laughs> Aren't a Aren't we time. all? In this economy, <laughs> aren't we all? Yes. As far as romance, okay. My least favorite thing that happens are when characters meet in chapter one 
hit it off and go to town on each other. Uh, instant love. Yeah. I'm not really here for it. And if there was not all the serial killing and murder, I would not have let that slide. However, like, I am here for this. I'm here to figure out, like, what... Like, she's literally dating an FBI profiler who is aware of this string of murders. So, like, how are we going to get out of this? He probably knows her better than she knows herself. Oh, my God. Like, if he's profiling her... Lana's fucking sneaky though. So oh, nice. don't worry. Because oh, nice. okay. she has configured her crimes in a way Ooh. that they think that a male, based on physical <gasps> evidence, is the one committing these crimes. What? That's I'm not awesome. gonna say anymore because it is it's actually like really cl- like I appreciated that. I um, would probably be I would be friends with Lana just from this information. I love we would this. be besties. Yeah. <laughs> They get right to it. We've got several sex scenes. They're not great, but they're there. They're there. And, you know, they're having a good time. So sure. I <laughs> deny them. Um, dialogue, you know, it is what it is. And what Revenge. it is is fun. What it is is fun. Revenge is a dish best served fun. Served cold. <laughs> cold well, fun. Um, there you go. <laughs> not my favorite of all tropes. But you know what? I do always... Always have a soft spot for murder and serial murder and um, getting revenge on those who have wronged you. Yeah. So, revenge is good. I love that. I four starred it. I was, I was going in at a solid three. Cliffhanger bumped it up to a four because then I had to know what was happening. Um, either way, three star reads for me don't necessarily equal the amount of fun I have with a book. So, like, I'm in it. I'm ready. The Mindfuck series by St. Abby. Oh my god, I love the title. Ready to see what happens. I'm gonna have to read it now. I love a good, just like short palate cleanser. Yeah, 123 pages. Like Like, I am all over that. Don't read the back. It's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) The back turned me off, but I just read book one anyways. Amazing. So, what genre would you say this is? You know what? It's definitely feeling romancy. Is there sadistic romance as a genre? Because there should be. Yes, that's yes. what I would put it under. Yes, dark romance, yeah. probably. Ooh, dark romance. Dark romance. That's what Very I'm nice. going with. I love don't, that. Please don't tell me differently, internet. <laughs> <laughs> Do not tell us your opinions. Excellent. Cool. Um, yeah, so anyone that wants a nice palate cleanser and does not mind blood and gore or sex, this is a great novella read for you. And let's be honest, if you mind the sex, then you're on the wrong podcast. Yes. So <laughs> you are. All right, cool. Emily. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's the deal. I, <laughs> Nora's going to be real mad at me and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Because I plan on rectifying the situation later. But you know, right. just to like clean. get the ball rolling. I'm Come coming clean. clean. I have been reading Crescent City. Sarah J. Moss got my really cool bookmark. But as you can see, internet that is listening, I have not <laughs> finished it. Oh, but you are almost to the good part. She oh. is almost to the good part. 
Am I? Am yes, I almost I can, to the good I can part? See visually. Is there a good part? Okay, yeah, that's it cool. is. It comes uh, at the end. Ouch! Ah. Ow! No, all right, all right, that came out a little stronger than I meant to. Okay, so no, all right. I am struggling. I will say, I love Sarah J. Well, Moss. You, you do struggle to finish. We I struggle that. to finish. You guys sometimes, <laughs> like you know, who amongst us is not? Uh, you know, I just need to like really be feeling it and. <laughs> At the moment, I'm not, like, I'm still here. I'm still involved. I'm making all the right noises. I'm just not <laughs> super there yet. And so it's crazy. Like, city. thinking about your grocery list. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it. A I mean, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, sometimes we, sometimes in that one particularly, you do start thinking about the dishes in the middle. I think. You know, I start making plans for like, how are we going to drop off the kids tomorrow? Do we need to share a car? Like, at what point do I need to? I don't know. Um, at what point are we going to pick that up? Oh, but I'm still here. Like, I'm still participating. I'm just not there yet. So it's Crescent City, House of Earth and Blood. And I know that both of you have read it before. And I know that Nora loves it. Um, and we all three, I will say, love us some SJM. Queen, um, so all ab, uh, like total queen. Akatar on this side, but we're a little bit heavy on open the over here. Yeah, so into more. Yeah, so okay, so my book report highlight my basic synopsis with no spoilers is that this is a book about Bryce Quinlan, and I should say that if you are here for the Akatar, this is not that I can tell yet in the Akatar universe. Even though I keep trying really hard it to connect it has not connected yet so it's not in it's not in prithian it is in crescent city which is called something dumb lunathian i don't know um yeah and our hero our hero is bryce quinlan she is a party girl in crescent city she is hot she is half elf half human her dad is some important elf we'll learn about how important later but like he's important whatever he's not nice to her mom the point is that she is a girl who takes over an hour to get ready, as another character points out later. <laughs> like she, t Bryce is a girl who like does her hair and does her makeup and wears she heels. Probably, she probably every has day. her nails done too. She literally has her nails done in the first quarter of the book. Okay, she wears heels every single day. Now, I know I already said that I would dress appropriately to be there for my husband, the Darkling. And I will. But obviously, when I get home, I will take those heels off. Bryce? Not necessarily. He's um, click-clacking around. Click-clacking around her fabulous apartment. Uh, so, okay. So, Bryce Quinlan is a party girl in Crescent City. She is living her best life with her best friend, which I will say is absolutely the best trait about Bryce and why... I am still here making all the right noises because she does have a very warm, loving heart. And one of the best things about Bryce is how much she loves her friends. But so she's living her best life until there is a murder that shakes the city to its core. And so two years after this crazy murder, she is like with the help of a hot fallen angel dude named Hunt. <laughs> Bryce is racing to stop more murders and solve the mystery before... I don't know. I guess the world ends or something. Like the city erupts. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's what it says on the back. Like the city erupts. <laughs> okay, so that's their basic synopsis. It's it's essentially presented as like hot fairies and angels and bullshit. Like 
trying to solve a murder mystery, and a murder was perpetrated by a demon that was summoned. So, like, we know the demon, that's fine, but we're trying to find the summoner. So that's, like, the murder mystery part, and Bryce is trying to solve it with a hot guy. So smut. Nice synopsis. I'm remembering more of the book. Yeah. You know, it's very detailed and thorough. Um, That's what you get from me. Um, (laughs) So so our hot guy is Hunt, and he is an angel. Yes. And, yes, and they did something bad, and now they're angel slaves. For some other angel, I'm not really sure. Yes. And... <laughs> he has wings, and he's an angel, and he has lightning, which is cool. And um, he's he he's, has beautiful gray wings. He has gray wings instead of white <laughs> wings. And he, I, I don't remember what he looks like other than Ob's uh, Henry Cavill. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's not even that strong for me because my problem is, and here's my assessment: I miss Prithian, and I am hot for Resand, and. I think that I am going to keep going. Like, I'm here till the end. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm really good that way. Like, I'll get there. I may not enjoy it, but I'm going to finish eventually. But, um, <laughs> like, but I, I do think that there is, like, I want to continue going. I want to give it another chance. Um, I think that I can, you know, get there. Uh, but I think that my problem is that I miss Prithian. And the reason that I noticed is because it is very similar to Prithian. So, like, just like in Akatar, uh, our our heroine is in love with, like, a guy with weird wings, and he's grouchy, and he looks down on her, but, like, she's sassy and spicy. And then he's like, oh, I underestimated you. And then she's like, yeah, you did. And then they, like touch knees or whatever. I don't know. Um, so right now we're as far as smut level, you know, I'm a little bit over halfway and we have touch knees and then we've kind of like rubbed up against each other on a rooftop, which was hot, but then it got immediately interrupted and was really sad. Yeah. So that's yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, Oh God. Oh no. So as far as like romance and smuttiness goes, it's just not there for me yet. Like he seems nice. But I don't know. I don't care about him as much. I don't need to rescue him, which is like, you know, my thing. That is your um, thing. So my thing. I don't need, he doesn't need my help. He's fine. He doesn't need anybody to understand him. And Bryce, I want to point out, doesn't really need to understand anybody. She's cool. She's got her, like, she has her own struggles. But she is not a deep thinker. And I don't know. I think, you know, everybody has different personalities that they gel with. And I think maybe this personality is not quite my cup of tea. I will say I really like her. I think she is super legit, super spunky. And she does have really intense troubles, which is something that Sarah J. Moss is really good at. She is very good at depicting trauma and like Mm -hmm. the fallout from trauma and how it affects people in ways that you don't expect. So that is here for for all you Akatar people like searching for that like emotional depth. That is here. I just don't feel the smut yet. I have not finished. And um, I miss Prithian and I miss Reese. And um, I think the main thing is that like Crescent City is not Prithian. They have cell phones, y'all. They send text messages. They take pictures. They wear leather jackets. They watch television. It's weird. I think I read something. I'm going to confidently say 
with no research and something that I read like probably three years ago. But I think I read something that said that Sarah J. Mass had really been wanting to do like a modern city take with her books. And so Crescent City is sort of like modeled on like New York City, like a more technologically upfront, like bustling. Totally see that. As opposed to like Prithian is a lot of landscapes and lots of landscapes and dresses. Yeah. 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 Crescent City is, when I read it, it took me, I think I was like mourning Prithian for for a good Mm -hmm. bit until I really, until I really got invested into into where we were and what's going on and and you know Bryce. Now I never had that moment of like like I loved Bryce from the beginning, but like Bryce is my kind of girl. Like we would be we would be besties. So yeah, she Bri- is Bryce and I would not like we'd be friendly towards each other, but like I, I wouldn't be going her. to hang out. I yeah. would I would definitely hang out with Bryce. Yeah, like, Bryce. I agree. It's it's interesting that that you both say that because I think I am I am so much like her especially in college. But well, I think that's a fair point because with Bryce, like it's it's taken me, you know, how long to get yeah. to the point where I'm like, okay, yeah, like you're you are more than your I don't even want to say this because like it's so cheesy, but like you're more than your party girl exterior. You know, you yes. have your beating heart beneath your trauma, and I respect that. Like, I get trauma. Let's talk that. Yeah. I don't get the high heels. She, like, <laughs> you know, so like she, but we get she there has, eventually. Yeah, she has way more substance towards the end of the book. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like we're gonna get there. I'm committed to finishing, but. I got to this point that we rubbed on each other on the rooftop. And that's when I was like, you know what? I can't. I don't know. I'm not even here for for this. I'm I'm not into hunt. So I totally get that. And that was that was something that was hard for me, too. Even when I reread the book in preparation for the second one, I was like, I'm still not really like hunt. He just doesn't. He doesn't do it for me. I'm a rune kind of girl. But. I yeah, do love I, Rune. I have to say, Rune is like, because I, I do also love Party Boy, who shirks his responsibilities. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's also much. a prince. Yeah. yeah. Also a prince and kind of a badass. Yeah. Yeah, I like Rune a lot. And I um, know that that's what the second book is about. Well, if I mean, it's about everybody, but Rune has a has a bigger role in it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, you should have told me He's that. I cover. would have read book two already. He's on the cover, man. I don't <laughs> think that's him. I don't think that's what? him on the cover. Uh-uh. Wait, who is it? I think it's this... Hunt. No. Oh, yeah, look at no. it. They have yeah. wings. Oh, that's a fair point. Alright, I probably <laughs> should have noticed. <laughs> um, if you need a palate cleanser while reading, could I recommend to you... <clears throat> 123 pages the you could <laughs> however mindfuck series i was supposed to be reading this and my mood was just like girl mm. you are not there and i started fantasizing about one of my favorites and ironically <laughs> <laughs> mentioning today's conversation i am halfway through a discovery of, of witches uh, no of oh. uh shadow knew it yeah. knew it 
Halfway through, <laughs> bitches. Yeah, I just love it so much. I just couldn't do it. And I, I kind of missed it. And honestly, with the Grishaverse, it changes so much from the very mm. beginning of Shadow and Bone to like where we end up. It's all crazy. But yeah, you were, like, my love wanting, for the... You were like wanting more smut and you chose I, to go to the Grishaverse. Where nobody has sex, yes. <laughs> no. That's accurate. Yeah. Spoiler alert, nobody has sex in the Grishaverse until like... One of the last books is fine, and they only do it like one time, and it's and it's and it's missionary style, you guys. Come on, like it's not even that exciting. Uh, high school, yeah. You yeah. know what it is though is like Sarah J. Mass set us up with certain expectations. She did, and, and she did. Um, rubbing knees is not one of them. It's just not. And I'm, I'm telling like, you, I'm telling you, get to book two, and your expectations are exceeded. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm yeah. telling you, if you can make it to the last 150 pages, <laughs> the action pops Yes. Off. You will not be okay. able to put the book down. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, the book is, hang on, the epilogue is not numbered. It's like 799 pages. Oh, yeah. Pages. Correct. This is why my controversial three star rating, Ooh, very um, Nora controversial. has a problem. <sighs> But I just struggle. I personally also struggled to get the first, like, what, 50 pages? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. The last really 150 good. pages, like, we're, we're wilding out. And then it's like 600 pages of, like, just sitting in a library is what it felt like. Yeah. We're just sitting in this library talking to a flame, Talk reading to stuff. Flame. Oh and we're not figuring something out. I know. Yeah. I know. Like, uh, um, you're totally right. You're totally right. So it was just, you know, but I, I'm willing to give it a chance because I want to reread it before I read book two. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that the boring crap in the middle of it is so important. 600 pages of boring crap. I know. Crap. I know it is, but it matters. <laughs> wow. And you I know, think that's also I... part of that is like. Akatar is so easily accessible sort of right away into the world, into the story. We don't have to have that much. Although book three is a little boggy. It's um, a little boggy, but we're already but, here. We're yeah, committed. we're already really, really invested. And yeah. in this one, we get a little boggy and one of we're my favorite using... characters is already like no longer really a part of it. And so, Shuffled. Um, yeah. So it's just, uh, yeah, I wanted to be drawn in a little bit more before we really concentrated on what we were doing. I mean, I have given worse looking books. Is that a good analogy? I've given worse looking books a longer chance. So I'm, I'm here till the end. But I did have to take a minute. And, es and honestly, I don't think it's the smut, actually, Nora. I don't think it's the smut for me. I think it's the romance. Yeah, I wanted gowns. And like magic and like, and not even magic, magic. Cause like they have magic there, but they have cell phones. Yeah. I just, I couldn't, I don't know. I needed to be swept away on like a cloud of fantasy and magic. Yeah. And, it was a little too you know. close. It was a little too close to our world. Like, yeah. And our world is something I need to escape. At the yeah. Moment. Yeah. So. <laughs> our world's not so, too fun. So. Not so great. So I'm calling Crescent City uh, worth faking it for, and yes. I'm going to, but I am struggling, and I had to I dip think, out to Shadow and Bone. I think, I mean, I had to do that too. I mean, not to, sh I can't remember what I read in between, 
but I took a break in between that first one and even the second one because for me, the books that are just so long, I just can't do it. So I, I get it. It's hard to commit. Yeah. I, I have a hard time with sticking to the same book, especially anything longer than 300 pages. I will take a break yeah. from you and come back later. <laughs> That that is my uh, my verdict is to keep toiling ever onwards, and I will. You will not regret it. You will end up you will end up enjoying your time. I don't hate it. I like that's the thing. Like I don't hate my time. I do think about them sometimes while I'm reading the Grisha verse. <laughs> 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 like, like I do think about them, but like we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. So so that's a good advocacy. Like. I'm not going to regret it. It's going to be good. We'll get there. Um, so that's my book review for today. And now it's time to do the mood wheel um, to you decide. Let the fates decide. Yeah, let the fates decide what Nora is going to read next, which is great because I don't remember how to get to the mood wheel. Scared. Here it is. Okay. So what we're going to do with the mood wheel <laughs> is we're going to let the internet and the algorithms decide what genre the person selected, in this case it's Nora, is going to read next. And then we will choose a title from that genre for her in our infinite wisdom. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and click it. I'm going to click it. Nora, your next book is going to be... Ah, this is too easy. A Thriller or Mystery... Sorry, I said easy because it looked like it was going to land on spicy and I was going to be like, that's not even hard. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But no, a thriller or mystery. So, yeah, that is a little bit different. That's exciting. Ooh, and you've got a lot on your TBR list that I have read. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, let's look at that. I have read one item on your thriller or mystery TBR list. Oh, uh, I was about to ask you which it was, but I demanded someone read this one. You did, and I read it on an airplane, and it was great. I only feel like reading one of these, so this is going to be interesting. At this luckily, point, that is. Luckily, your feelings are not taken into consideration. <laughs> Wait, what if we don't agree, Jane? Like, what if we're not? Well, we so we can discuss it. Um, Nora, don't listen. <laughs> yeah, don't listen. Okay. okay. It's fine. I would love to hear Nora's reaction to Mexican Gothic. Yeah, yeah. Um, Heard good things about that. Of the Lucy Foley books, the guest list was probably my favorite because it was the first one I read. But overall, she is not my favorite thriller mm. writer. I just really love the title. Of both In My Dreams I Hold a Chainsaw and, <laughs> wait, no, In My Dreams I Hold a Knife, my mistake, and My Heart is a Chainsaw. I was about to be like, wait, she has two I so, I'm so sorry. No, she doesn't. I'm so sorry. But I will say that the only item on the thriller mystery uh, list that Nora has here that I have read personally was Rock, Paper, Scissors. I finished it really quickly. I was at a conference, so a little bored. But, like... <laughs> So maybe that's why I finished it so quickly that I couldn't stop reading it. Oh, no, it's a fast read. Um, And then I also have read Once There Were Wolves, which I love. Oh, what's, yeah, that one like got a lot of um, like traction. It got, it was very well reviewed. Yeah. That that one, that one's like a fancy book. I really liked that one. Um, Yeah, that's a good one. 
I didn't read it, but it sounds like it was a good <laughs> one. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. But I also, I think Nora would maybe be into Mexican Gothic, like a Mexican sort of version of Rebecca, I think is how it was sort of presented. It takes place in Mexico. Uh, there's creepy British people. There's very a creepy crumbling house and mystery. And cool. then the twist, I was like, what? Where are we going? What is this? I'm kind of leaning towards Mexican Gothic. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to support you on that because I want to read it and I would love to hear some more input about it. All right, Nora, the wheel has chosen. Also, the cover is very pretty. Yes, the cover is beautiful. Well, I have Mexican Gothic on my like on on my stand. I don't have to like go buy it or go see if the library has it or anything. I have it like right beside me. So I'm down for that. Wow. That's, that's a very Thanks. low low effort move for me. Love that. That I, is totally fate speaking. I think you're going to enjoy it and I can't wait to talk about the ending oh gosh. with you. I'm nervous. I'm trying to do this like spoiler free. Yes, you have to. Um, okay. Lots of raised eyebrows. Cool. It's, okay, it's got guys. A lot of like really great. Um, her atmosphere is just really wonderful with this book. So, um, it, it actually, yeah, we can talk about it once you've read it. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll be able to discuss this with you. I also need to read it because I think I've been borrowing it from my friend for like six months, maybe. So it's time. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> you have had that's my books nothing. for quite some time. Uh, yeah, but I've had other books from friends for like three years. So I didn't know that before I let you borrow <laughs> half of my series of like some of my favorite books. Oh my god, you guys need to just get books from the library. It's free. Um, yeah, the library so doesn't you. have these books. Also, <laughs> I have Mexican Gothic. Well, I also, don't think the library has from Blood and Ash series, so. Nora and myself are avid backers of the library. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, cool. we all I love know. the library. Yeah, so so Mexican Gothic, that's a great choice. I love that. I totally support it. I cannot wait to hear all about it next time. Yeah. On Mood Readers, thank you so much for coming to Book Club with us, everybody. Um, make sure to like and follow us on social media at Mood Readers Podcast. We made it really easy for you. And I can't wait to talk to everybody next time. Jane, Emily, and Nora would like to thank Benji for the theme music. Follow at Mood Readers Podcast on Instagram and let us know if you've read any of the books we covered. We'll talk to you again at the next book club.